Well, listen, this week and next week, we are looking at the issue of perfectionism here on the System Podcast. For this week, we are looking at the symptoms. So if you or a loved one has a fear of judgment or disapproval from others, you have early childhood experiences such as having parents with unrealistically high expectations, having a mental health condition associated with perfectionist tendencies such as obsessive compulsive disorder, and or poor self-esteem then this week is for you and you do not want to miss next week's show because next week we are going to look at how you can overcome the symptoms that you experience that has to do with perfectionism hello and welcome to the system podcast i'm your host shima cherry burks i'm an author therapist and entrepreneur and i'm your host kimon brown chabalala i'm an author i'm an entrepreneur and i'm a or an overall businesswoman. Hmm, that is very accurate. Come on. So before we get into it, it's time to learn something new about you. I'm going to let you take this segment because I did it last. Oh, did you? I did. <laughs> I can't I did. even remember yesterday, let alone last week. No, But all right, I'm going to take it away. So something new about you. What do we want the, um, the listeners to know about you? Hmm. Shall we just go with a quick one? Mm-hmm. When it comes to surprises, are you are you someone who likes surprises or do you prefer not to be surprised? And whatever your answer is, tell us why. Okay. Um, I've never really been surprised. I've never had a surprise birthday party. I've never had I've never had really a birthday party or anything like that. So in that aspect, I'm not sure. I think that was I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. However, I do like uh when I'm surprised with gifts like Juan will go get me something I wouldn't even know that he was going to buy me this ring or necklace or whatever. And I love that. And it's not so much the actual gift. It's the fact that you were thinking about outside of us being together. So in those aspects, absolutely. Because it makes me feel like I was on your mind. So if you were thinking about me and you saw something that reminded me of you and you got it, that's a way to get to this girl's heart, honey. So I'm going to put my <laughs> P.O. box. I'm going to drop that P.O. box on in the hood. <laughs> I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, you should definitely put that out there. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to jump right into the show. I love surprises and I'm glad that you don't mind them. But you've never had a birthday party. That's something we need to work on. Like we've definitely got to. And then you know what? Oh my God. All right. We definitely, we're going to fix that. We are so going to fix that. Yeah. But guys, you will know by the end of the year, trust and believe that Yushima is going to get a massive surprise from me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to look at perfectionism, perfectionism on today's show. But what is it if I should think about it like you know it's it's that critical way of thinking about yourself or someone or something like you always want things to be perfect and such a thing does not exist but you want things to go uh, I have a little bit of that like I want things to go by the books if I say that it's got to be and Yushima knows this if I say it's got to be color number 2.0.01 it's got to be 2.0.01 otherwise it is not right it does not look right in my mind so in layman's term that's what perfectionism really is where you're overcritical and you always want things to be perfect and guys such a thing does not exist i tell you that but then the dictionary or rather apa apa defines it as the tendency to demand of others or oneself an extremely high or even flawless level of perfection 
or performance, flawless level of performance in excess of what is required by the situation. Girl, <laughs> it is associated with depression, anxiety, and eating disorder, eating disorders and other mental health problems. And then someone who is obsessed with perfectionism is a perfectionist. Hmm. Yeah. Yushima is pointing at me, guys, but let me tell you, Yushima is no different. Wow. So let's get into it. I hide mine well, though. Come on. You wear yours in an email. I get an email in a minute, like, this is not the correct tone. Did you post this, Yoshima? I'm thinking I did something great. I'm like, oh, I've been up all night. I've made all these posts. Come on, I was like, girl, that is not our color. You are a half a shade off and you need to fix it. And I'm like, okay, that is some. Uh, yeah, but this right here, I can ask this, and yes, I hide my way, you yeah. know, and it's not, it's a very stressful space to be in, right? Because we try to do all of these things right, and it has something to do with our self-worth being intertwined in our accomplishment, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. when our accomplished, our direct reflection of who we are as a person, mm -hmm. that's where perfectionism comes in. Because mm -hmm. if I do this well, that means that I'm a good person. If I fail mm -hmm. at this, or if this is not perfect, that means that I am a bad person. So when our mm -hmm. self-worth is intertwined with the things that we do, the outcomes of the things that we do, that's where the issues come in. And I can absolutely see that. I really try hard to make sure that I allow my 10-year-old Jackson to make mistakes without being hard on him. But there's that delicate balance between having high expectations for your kids and reasonable expectations for your kids. Mm -hmm. So it's about making sure that pendulum stays somewhere in the middle uh, without being too lackadaisical and without being a perfectionist. Especially if you were raised in a household where you were expected to do everything right the first time. Even if I don't tell you, you should already know what it is that to be doing because mm -hmm. you, you're supposed to read my mind and get everything perfect the first you know mm -hmm. uh, and don't make me repeat myself because who do you think you are <laughs> that's interesting because for me I've just always felt that if and it might it might be my schooling it might be my upbringing I'm not sure where it came from but I from as far back as I can think I've always been a perfectionist because I think that if I'm not going to do it well, then I'd rather not. And you know, I'm saying it now and I'm remembering this. I don't know if it's a gem that we would repeat at school or mm -hmm. if it's, part, I don't know what it's part of, but it's something that says do it well or not at all. Mm -hmm. And we used to recite that thing over and over again. I can't remember what it is, what, what it's part of. You listeners, if you all know what I'm talking about, I, I grew up in Jamaica. So there was this thing that we had to say and it involved do it well or not at all. And from a very young age, I've always believed in that. I've always believed that it's either I'm going to give it 110% or I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. So even when I eat something that's not, that other people think she's just having a boiled egg, I eat it with passion because if I'm not going to get into it, then what is the point of eating it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've always just believed, and I don't know, I don't, I don't think it's got anything to do with my self-worth because I really don't think what, what anyone else thinks because for a lot of people, I could get away with doing it 80%. But for me as a person, I need to do it to the best of my abilities and get it how I want to envision it. Otherwise it doesn't make sense because I'll even get 95%. And some people look at it as, oh, it's 95%. It's not a hundred, but you're close. And for me, it's not even about missing the 5%. Mm -hmm. It's about, did I do my best? Is that the best that I could have done? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then analyzing it to say, okay, what did I do wrong to miss that 5%? And how do I correct it moving forward? Because I, I feel like I always need to grow and become better 
My, my only competition has always been myself. I'm always competing with myself to be better than I was yesterday, to do better at whatever I did whenever. Even with, with um, you know, creation of books and stuff like that, I always want the next one to be better. What did we learn from this one and what can we put into the next one to make it perfect? Not that it'll ever be perfect, but how do I get as close to perfection as possible? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And that's different than perfectionism because you have a sense of what's acceptable what's unacceptable you have an idea of what it is that you want to do and yours is intrinsic it's not extrinsically motivated um and sometimes perfectionism is intrinsically motivated as well depending on what your ideology is about you know who you are as a person yours is not if we go back to the definition your uh, idea is not about making it perfect for other people because it says the tendency to demand of others or of oneself an extremely higher even flawless level of you're saying i'm cool with a 95 percent if that's what i wanted and if i got no, a 95 cool well no and if i got a 95 and i know i did my best i'm not going to fall apart i'm going to figure out what i did wrong and i'm going to make corrections so next time it's it's better, right? Your world doesn't collapse if you receive no, 95%. No, so you wouldn't be the textbook definition of perfectionism. You are the <laughs> definition of perfectionism just according to the lay people around you who may yeah. not be as, uh, I guess, motivated as you are. They're okay with 40%. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with 40%? Right. That's that. But come on, you'd be like, what am I supposed to do with 98%? But we're going to get into it a little bit more. Let's look. Okay. Oh, look, look at what time it is. So (laughs) before we get into more of the discussion, how about we do a fun fact? Yeah. So let me find a fun fact. Fun fact. What can I tell you? What have I learned recently? What have I learned? Is there anything I learned in the last week? Oh, Hmm. Oh, I'm a cat lover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're more like a dog lover than a cat lover. Mm -hmm. But for all my cat listeners out there and for you, Shima... Did you know that cats can't t- taste sweet things? Really? No, like they, they don't. And I suppose it's got to do with the tongue because our tongues have different parts that taste different oh, things. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is that miserable? I don't know. Maybe I would be my ideal weight if I couldn't taste. I might <laughs> Let's see if they can make that happen for me. I want that life. I bought something that's called something and it's supposed to take away the taste of sweet. You suck yeah. on it. It's like, it's zinc. It has zinc in it. And does it work? It does. And I stopped taking it because I like myself. <laughs> so you're turning <laughs> into a cat. I, essentially, yeah. So am I going to be allergic to myself? Because I love a cat, but I'm allergic. <laughs> but that's the only reason that I have. <laughs> Let's do an experiment. <laughs> See me here licking my wounds, child. That's what's just happening. Let's check you back in a few months. I'm checking in now. <laughs> oh, that's good. I didn't know that because but that would make sense. Dogs can absolutely taste sweet stuff because I gave my dog some of this food with this morning. She slapped it up. You hear me? She yeah, loved I think it. dogs can. I think that they're not supposed to, but they can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a puppy. Because if you notice, cats, they lo- they don't really go for, but they love salty things, cat. Oh. They love salty food. Yeah. My cat used to love KFC, KFC chicken. That like she so- loved it so much. I've never seen a cat eat chicken. Is it? Oh I've never seen that before. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I guess it makes sense because they eat meat. Yeah. I would have to buy a KFC. I'd have to give my cat her piece and have my piece and we sit and eat together. But she loved KFC. Oh, what happened to your cat? Come on. Well, actually, so I've had loads of cats before, but this cat was extra special to me because she adopted me. 
like I have this photo on Facebook. I don't know where we can put it to show everyone, but I have this photo and I was going through a really rough time and this cat just came one day, played around my legs. I was trying to take a photo and she kept going between my legs, rubbing on me and I'm thinking, I want to take this photo. And she wouldn't get out of the photo. I didn't know this cat from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And she came and she just stayed. And we were there. We literally have a good relationship. So she's a cat that I told you she's come and knock on the, w- on the window. So she'll come home and she'll know wherever I am in the house and she'll knock on the window where I am and then I'll have to let her in. If I'm in the living room, she would literally run and bang herself on the door, (laughs) run and bang herself on the door. Then I'll open for her. But when I broke up with my ex, she took the cat. Not that she wanted the bloody cat, but she took the cat. That is something because I know that they do this with animals, you know. And they'll do it with kids too. I'm sorry you lost. Maybe one day we can do I it. I hated it. Hated it. But you know, she gave she she was there for me. She was there for me. And I loved I was going through a really tough time and she was one of the best things about my day, if not the best thing at the time. She was and that's amazing. what you said. She picked you. She yeah. came up to you. She picked you. Yeah. She she, she would you. literally come to the train station to wait for me and walk me home from, from uni oh, like every wow. single day. And what was strange, I wouldn't come home the same time. But then, so I lived lived in this compound. It was government thing. And then the police were there. This was in South Africa. The police were there at the gate because it was like high profile government people in there. Mm-hmm. And this cat, the one of the officers said, you know, we always know what time you're coming home. And I'm like, but I never come home the same time every day. They're like, Mm-mm. we know when your train is coming because this cat is always coming up just before your train comes. Oh, and she wow. would all. I used to think she was just there and then we meet each other there, but she would always come and wait for me when I'm coming home. And if I didn't come home, they would know that I'm not coming home because she doesn't come to the to the train stop. What was her and name? I called her sister. I'm sure she was someone else's yeah. cat. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I loved her to bit. Maybe you can get another cat. Oh, I've thought of her. I don't know. You travel so much. And in South Africa, it was good with her because I could get like a babysitter. She had a babysitter that would watch her for three to six weeks when I'm away and she'd be Mm -hmm. happy. While here, girl, I'm not leaving no animal in no shelter or anything until I go, no, I'm not up to that. They must yeah. be in their own home and, you know, look at us talking about cats. Let's oh, get back girl. to perfectionism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was very interesting. I'm sitting here with my mouth open and everything. Girl. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> that was a rabbit hole. Huh? All right. Yeah. Come on. How will we know if we're perfectionists? You know, and I still think that I am because what, the, what that thing says that I think is very important. It's the demand for this excessive level of greatness yeah even when it's not necessary like I, I I'm learning from you where you'll be like come on it's not that serious come on it's not that serious and I'm like girl if we're putting up a post it's better be perfect or let's not put up a post at all but and it, I literally get into a fit where I'm like oh my god has anyone seen it has anyone liked it and three or four people would have seen it for the three seconds that it was up and I'm like whoops take it down and I've taken down posts that shouldn't have been taken down before because of that oh I don't think it's right you know what I mean so I I do think that I'm definitely a perfectionist and then how to how to know so if you have trouble figuring out whether you have a problem with perfectionism or not you might find answering the following questions helpful this is what I think yeah Mm -hmm. so do I have trouble meeting my own standards are these standards realistic do I often feel frustrated depressed anxious or angry while 
trying to meet my standards. Girl, have I been told that my standards are too high? Oh, maybe you are. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My standards get in my own way. For example, do they make it difficult for me to, to meet deadlines, finish a task, trust others, or do anything spontaneously? Oh, yeah. You're perfect. Oh, yeah. Girl. To the heart. Like that, eh? And so am I. I just, I just don't. You are. You yeah. are. You just hide it well. But what's yeah. good, and I think maybe that's because we're both perfectionists, what's mm -hmm. good is that we're able to, you're able to say, come on, calm down. And I'm able to say, Yushima, calm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's amazing, isn't it? We just can't do it for ourselves, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see it. You see yourself going across that thing, and then you think, the bridge is going to break. Don't go. But you think, no, man, let me just try. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do yeah. it. Because I have to get over this bridge. It's crumbling. But I yeah. said, 6 o'clock, I'm going to get this done. So by hell or high water. You're spending it, and that two minutes is like... I'm getting it done. I was like... But, I, but I, at the end of the day, I have sat there at mm -hmm. this computer, and I perfect example the training that we had a couple weeks Monday and Tuesday a 16 hour training 32 mm -hmm. participants uh two days over the course of two days that third day I wanted everybody to get their CEUs like I mm -hmm. wanted them to have their credit but each of them had to do a 54 answer evaluation two of them one for day one one for day two so mm -hmm. I had to check what's 32 uh, 64 evaluation that had 54 questions on that next day to make sure everybody got the evaluations correctly so that they can correct so that they can get their CEU. So essentially I was in front of my computer for seven, well, it was about seven hours at once and then like another four hours. So about 11 hours that day, I was just in front mm -hmm. of my computer checking those evaluations because I wanted people to get them on time. And when mm -hmm. I made the promise, oh, I'm yeah. going to, I'm taking off tomorrow. So you can have your evaluations. When I told them, yeah. I didn't consider all the work that it was going to take to get it done. Yeah. Or the fact me. that you have another, you have all the things nothing. to commit to. Uh, yeah, but yeah. because I said I was going to do it, I had to get it done. And by yeah. God, I got it. Done. But we all, that's it. We always get it done because there is no other option. While someone else might say, I'll do it tomorrow. Perfect example. We had to put out, because remember I was away. I came back. When did I come back? Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. And Wednesday night I came home. Girl, don't believe I went to bed. I pulled out my computer. I went to work. I worked until the week. I was of the morning. Thursday, I worked all day. Friday night, Friday, I worked all day and we had to put out five books. Yeah. Mm. We had to push five books to get to the printers mm. and we have to have a code. Yeah. And I didn't check the whole day that whether or not I had the code at mm. home with me and we had to send them by 12 midnight and I pushed, I pushed, I pushed, I pushed. And something kept saying, come on, you're tired. Take a break. Come on, you're tired. Take a break. Come on. And I didn't listen. I'm like, I've got to meet this deadline. And I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And when I finished, I only had like a small amount of things left to do with it. And I thought, okay, let me get the code now. And I start putting them in. Girl, would you believe that I did not have that code? Oh. I did not have that code. Like I did not have it. And I thought, this is why my system has been saying, let's go to bed. Let's go and get a rest. But I was just not having it. So mm -hmm. because we get so fixated, I've just got to do it. Then, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not the best thing. It's not the best thing for your health. Health. It comes with anxiety. For me, it doesn't come with depression. I don't get depressed about, you know, only when you mess with my head, I get depressed. I don't get depressed about not finishing something or something. Because you don't have time. Well. 
who has time Ex- to get exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get up tomorrow and find the next thing to chase. Yes. <laughs> that time to be depressed. <laughs> Come on, like on funny, Tuesday. True. I might find that the sliver of time. Ten seconds. That's it. <laughs> Got things to do Imagine after having that. to schedule your depression. And guys, this is coming, I'm not laughing at depression because this is coming from someone who suffers from depression. Mm-hmm. But I ain't got time for it. I, I just haven't it. got time for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But am I right to say that you answered yes to some of those questions? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. What about you? I saw you sitting there shaking your head. The listener. No, girl, I did. I have trouble yeah. meeting my own standards. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm one person and I've got like a hundred million things to do in 24 hours. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Do I often feel frustrated? Yeah. Depressed? Mm. No. Anxious? Yeah. Angry? Especially. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I hope my staff don't listen to this. Well, they know that I'm like that. But you know, when something is so simple, like it is so simple, you've just got to, I don't know, like cut and paste something. Mm. And then someone messes it up and you think all you had to do was cut and paste. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I do get angry. I do get angry because to me, it's like you're not even paying attention. And I don't think I don't some of my standards, I don't think are high. Some of them I think are really, really high. But then I hold myself to those standards more than I do other people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I ain't got time. I I will probably see inside of you that, you know, this person's got potential and I'll push you to your limit. But Mm -hmm. if I'm doing it, I'm not seeing any progress on your end. Like you don't want it. You don't want to grow. You don't want to learn. Then I leave you alone. I I know now to leave people alone because not everybody wants to get there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's true. Okay. That's the difference too. Not everybody has the same standard that you will. And when you are a business owner, like you are, what you've invested in your company will always exceed what an employee invests in their job because it's their job. This is your company. You know what I mean? It's your Some of them don't even invest enough in their job. Right. Because it's not, their head is not on a shopping block. You know, they're not missing out on anything. Okay. Honestly. uh, That's a podcast we need to, we need to talk about because I, yeah, that's definitely something we need to talk about. And then do I have, have I been told my standards are too high constantly every day? On a daily basis? I think I tell you that. Yeah. I may not have even said it out loud, but I'm this girl standards. Like yesterday, our meeting, you said, yeah, so we have a book coming out um, in seven days. I was like, oh, okay. You're like, no, I'm going to see you and I'm going to need it back on the seventh. I said, come on, that's five days. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm good, but I don't know. But we going to get it done, child. You said you'll get it done. And so, we are going to get it done as we do. So and, and on the 21st, you guys will be, be able to buy the book online because we'll make it happen as we do. And I'm going to tell you this. This is where my anxiety comes. So I don't even know if it's from me being a perfectionist or if it's from, come on, Chabalala Brown. A brown Chabalala. Okay? I think that's where my anxiety pipes right up. Okay, honestly, I did. I answered yes to all of these. Set, I meet my own deadline and I keep my word to my own deadline. I sacrifice sleep to get things done. And I know yeah. that you know because you've been up for days at a time. And it's yeah. weird because while I may feel this way, I still make it a point to press on anyway mm-hmm. in most cases. Um, I do feel that I could have been further along with some of my projects if I weren't a perfectionist because I have to go back and fix things, fix things, uh, yeah. evaluate, edit. Um, so I guess I'm a recovering perfectionist. That's my hope. <laughs> 
I know that you've answered yes to these as well, Kavon. So I guess we're both going to be here to hold each other accountable because while it's beneficial for people who require our service, our perfectionism helps our clients, our customers across the board because we want to make sure everything is done correct, but it is to our own detriment. And when you find yourself in a position where you can't move because you've worked yourself so hard that your body betrays, right? Mm -hmm. And, And you can't function and your brain shuts off it's because you've done too much and what damage are we doing as perfection yeah Mm. and also we need to trust others a bit more i know i've got a problem with that because i hate having to redo something and sometimes you've got staff members on your team who they'll just do it for the sake of and i never want something where it's like you can tell that this person didn't give it their all And then you have to redo it. And I can only take that for so long. And then I'm getting rid of the person because what's the the point of me paying you when I have to redo your job every single time? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not an issue of training because you train them well. It's just that investment yeah. on their part. Okay. All right. So but before we you know, move on, I know we've got limited time left, but what are you reading this week? So this week I am catching up on reading some stuff for work. I haven't had any leisure time, unfortunately. I've been reading evaluation, okay? I've been reading <laughs> CUs, which are continued education unit. That's what yeah. I've been reading. What about you, Kamal? For me, it's a, it's pretty much the same because I've got, we've got loads that's coming up this month and I've just been reading for work. I'm going to bed like in the morning time. If I grab two hours, that's good. But I'm literally just reading for work. I've got a lot of reading to do. We're trying to put out a collection that's going to help authors while they're writing their book to sit and, you know, know where punctuations go, know what kind of figure of speech is going to help them and stuff like that. So I'm trying to build that. So I'm just reading loads and loads of different books for that this week. Okay. Hopefully yeah. next week we'll be able to pick up on our leisure, at least on Audible. I haven't yeah. really had that much time. Okay. So come on, getting back into it, we're going to talk about the effects of perfection. How has mm-hmm. perfectionism affected you personally? All right, one sec. Let me just plug this. We promised that we were going to give away audiobooks each week. Guys, if you want audiobooks, do send us an email at thisisimpodcast at gmail.com or just comment under this um, wherever you're listening from and then we'll pick it up and be able to, you know, send you one. We've got loads of ebooks. Um, not ebooks. What are they? Audiobooks. Mm-hmm. We've still not given away the ones for Yushima's book. We can still give that away. We've got mm-hmm. loads. So just let us know what you're into and then we can send you some audiobook codes. Yeah? yeah. All right. Sorry. So you wanted to know how it's affected me. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I think it's it's robbing me. It's it still is. It's robbing me of my time. I do need more staff, but I'm very very picky with my staff because I feel as though I have lost a lot of money that I've invested uh, invested. I've lost a lot of time from myself. I've lost a lot by not getting what I want out of workers. So I think. If I wasn't, if I wasn't, you know, such a perfectionist, but then at the same time, I've got to worry about the image that I put out there for my company. I've got to worry about how I present myself. You know, authors have got to want to sign with me. People have got to want to do this business with me. You know what I mean? So I really wish I could get back some of my time, but can I do anything about it? I'm not sure. But yeah, I think it's robbing me of my time in a lot of ways. Well, I am in agreement with you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the last thing you said. No, I'm just saying I've got to let go of some of the reins a bit. Yeah. Well, um, for me, I'm right along with, um, I am robbed of my joy that I should have felt when I've accomplished something. 
because I'm always looking for the next thing that I have to get done on my check. Mm -hmm. So perfectionism robs me of the joy that I should have felt when accomplishing something that I have already accomplished, something that I've done well. Mm -hmm. Um, There used to be a nagging voice in my mind telling me that I wasn't good enough, which means that anything that I did wasn't good enough. But now Mm -hmm. I'm recovering from that. So I find that I still have moments when that voice can creep up on me. And I just remind myself of who I am, who's I am. And I'm no longer paralyzed by perfectionism in that case. Um, I've learned how to care less about what people think, but it's not what other people think as much as it is what I want for myself. So what you were saying earlier resonated with me deeply because I'm not as concerned about what outsiders, because they don't know, no one knows what I do on a daily basis, right? So I can't Mm -hmm. be, I can't do this for what, for the gaze of someone else. What I'm doing, I'm doing because this is something that I want in my life. And my hope is that it will pay off. And eventually one day, hopefully I won't have to work as hard as I am. All right. So we've talked about some of those effects of perfectionism. Let's get into something fun. Let's get into naughty or nice. I want you to choose one. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling naughty or nice today? I'm feeling a little bit of both. Let's go with naughty this week. Not that I want to, but let's give the people something different. Okay. Let's see. So. Come on. Would you rather have a full-blown mustache for a year that you can't get rid of no matter what you do? (laughs) Or, and that's that's for one year, a mustache for one full year. Or permanently hairy legs for 10 years. Girl, why why wouldn't you do this either or? There aren't things that you can choose between. This is it. This is what, this is the night. I'm going to go with my mustache. You're going to go on and rock that mustache. You're going to line it up. Yeah. You're going to get it looking real nice and, and dapper. I'm going to be butch for a bit. I don't know what I'm going to do with my boobs, but I'm going to be butch for a year. I mean, just go on and rock it. Own it and rock it. I've seen some beautiful women with mustaches, especially in other cultures. I've seen like- well, I've got mustache, but girl, I've got to shave that shit. I'm not wearing it. No. I, have, I have seen some beautiful women that's like, this is, I'm not doing it today. My face is yeah. breaking out from shaving and they just stopped. So I guess it depends on how you how you want to rock. All right. No, I'll go with a mustache for a year. You know, Imagine me. Hey girl, what's up? <laughs> you know what's funny? They'd be like, she's hot. And that's still, it wouldn't even matter. Because of how you rock stuff. They'd be like, oh, did you see her? That was that girl. You could just get away with anything. Girl, they talk about my eyebrows online all the time. I'm glad these glasses cover No, they are so yummy. Your eyebrows are cool. And these thick caterpillars. Okay. (laughs) So how can perfectionism affect other people? Let's talk about it. I know for Mm -hmm. a fact that perfectionism affects how one thinks, behaves, and feels. And for our listeners... And for you, Kimon, if you have difficulties with perfectionism, the following examples may be familiar. Perfectionism, again, can make you feel depressed, frustrated, anxious, even angry, especially if you constantly criticize yourself for not doing a good enough job after spending a lot of time and effort on a task. Mm -hmm. Um, And here are some examples of perfectionistic things you think in black and white. If if it's less than Mm -hmm. perfect, then it's a failure, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not so bad. yeah, I don't know. I don't have a, my measurement tool is, is how I see it. So, yeah. um, and also asking, you have a hard time asking other people for help um, because mm-hmm. it's seen as a sign of weakness, catastrophic thinking. If you make a mistake in front of other people, you won't be able to survive the humiliation. The world is going to come to an end. Oh you my God. A world like, is not going to come to an end. <laughs> it's like, what if my secret gets out? Right. It is. You can just forget it. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> 
And then not being able to handle someone else being upset with you. I don't think you care about that. Um, I, don't. I don't think so. But let's see. Uh, probability of overestimation. Okay, so you can spend all night preparing for a presentation and still feel like, oh, I'm not going to do well. Okay. Yeah. Or, oh my God, I just had this happen a couple ago. I was feeling <laughs> horrible. And I just found, just got an email today, this morning. So we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I was feeling really bad. I had went to work and I, that third day of the week, I was just like, I can't do it. But I didn't want to call off. I didn't want to use sick days. I didn't want to call off. So I just decided to work from home. Mm -hmm. And that was still a problem, right? And I'm like, you don't know what I'm dealing with. I felt horrible. You remember when I talked, I was like, oh, girl, I just have not been feeling well. Um, and come to find out somebody's child was sick with rabies. I don't even know. I didn't even look it up. But anyway, my body was hurting. I just wasn't feeling well. So I'm still having the same issue today where I'm not feeling 100%. Got an email from one of my clients. Oh, we just all tested positive for COVID. So Ooh. I'm like, man, is that why I'm hurting? Is that why it hurts when I breathe? Is that why, you know? Ooh. Um, and so it could possibly be a number of things, but sometimes we'll be sick and we, the, the idea that someone may think we're lazy because mm. we're not working and filling up those spaces that can be a, so yeah, probability of overestimation. I should yeah. statement. I should never make mistakes. I should never come across as nervous or anxious. I should always be able to predict problems before they occur. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got a bit of an issue with that. Um, excuse me, should statement. The others, not so much. I think because the others, it's more about, it's extrinsic, extrinsic, like you said, and I'm not, my perfectionism is not from there. Like, I really don't care what others think of me to the extent that I'm going to internalize it. If you mm -hmm. want to slag me off on social media, you have a right. Sis, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You've got a right. You've got a right to think how you think. You've got a right to do, it's your phone. I didn't buy it. You've got a right to type away and do what you want. So mm -hmm. I'm not so, yeah, I'll probably tell you off every now and again. And I always tell off people for other people rather than for myself. But then I leave it there. It's like I close the app and it's like you're gone. You've disappeared. Yeah. But let's look at some examples of perfectionist behavior. Shall we do that? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Chronic procrastination. A lot of people have that, have an issue with that. Like, yeah, you keep putting off because you're not going to be able to do your best with it. I do that. I really do that. I'll put I'll know that something must be done but I'll put a hundred things ahead of it because I think because I'm not feeling like I'm going to do my best I'll only do it in the last two hours that it's due and I know that my mind has nothing else to do but do the best yeah mm -hmm. um agonizing over small details that is so me I do that uh yeah <laughs> I just said that you we make elaborate to-do lists yeah yes. we make a to-do list for a to-do list listen <laughs> If yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you also do that thing? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go to the shower. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Look at yeah. my board. This because is like, <laughs> that's for this week. That's my board. This is where I'm supposed to get that. Oh, you so, don't want to see mine. Mine is bad. Mine is so And that's bad. just this big stuff. That's not including my little, my everyday. Yeah. 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 So we do that. And then, I don't know, Um, overly cautious. Yeah. I am overly cautious when I don't need to be like, sometimes I really don't need to be. Um, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not someone cause there's a lot of people who will, there's a 20 minute task and they'll take 10 hours to do it. I can't do yeah. that. I really can't do that. I rather cut it cut from 20 minutes to 10 minutes because there's something on the list that I've got to do. And I think mm -hmm. why, why it's like that for me is that I'm not only dealing with perfectionism, I'm dealing with loads of other issues mm -hmm. that I have mental ones and stuff like that, you know, 
physical ones with you know the state of things where you've got to be well and stuff like that but yeah um avoid trying new things risking making mistakes no that's not me that's mm. not me at all i'm gonna try everything let me die trying <laughs> i'm gonna try everything yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it all right I, I was listening to the list, child. Look, I'm all wrapped up in cabos. Um, You're trying to take them off. <laughs> I'm like taking them in. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's her. Oh, yeah, that's me. All right. So if I'm honest, Simone, for real, I can I can honestly say I do struggle with um, procrastination, which is mm-hmm. odd because I get things done. But when I procrastinate, it could be because of my ADHD as well. So some of these symptoms are intertwined with other issues that we may have, yeah. like you said, you know, and then we have time constraints. Both of us are under very crucial time time constraint. Um, and I would do anything and everything except what I need to be doing sometimes. Yeah. I did a whole episode of Boundary the Bear when I should have been doing my notes. I created a <laughs> whole nother thing to do called Boundary the Bear Child. And it's about my little emotional support bear that I got. And sure. she has a series now. Who does that? And I'm supposed to be doing clinical notes. From, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> and this is a perfect segue to what we are manifesting this week. Come on. Do you have anything else to add? And if so, or no, if not? I just accept that I'm a perfectionist. And I'm looking forward to next week's episode. And we're going to be talking about, you know, how we can overcome it. How we can deal with it. I do try to implement things. but And there, some of them do work. But like I said, there's still lots of room for growth. All right. So what are you manifesting for this week? Oh, girl, this week. I'm manifesting taking time for myself in the last two weeks I feel like I've somewhat disappeared into the background again where I'm it's almost like I don't exist at the minute it's almost like I yeah everything is ahead of Kimon so this week I want to take some time to breathe and feel myself and you know be with myself yeah and also to spend time with my wife I've not been good at that in the last two weeks I've been really really bad so then this week I'm definitely going to be intentional to spend some time with her and you know I'm, I'm yeah that's what I'm manifesting just time for us time for ourselves time for, time for life you know what I mean yeah and you need that I do you I need really that do. like yeah because no one knows and it's interesting because you'll have people that require things of you and it's like you have no idea what Girl. it's gonna take for me to show up for you girl and I'm just keeping my yesterday, head above the Yesterday, I told you I was on the phone with the accountant for four hours because yes. we're sorting out for the business. And someone wanted me to do a conversion for them of a book, yeah? Mm-hmm. This thing takes me time to do. She wants me to do it before she pays. I'm like, my business doesn't work like that. You place an order and I do the work and deliver. And mm-hmm. God is going to help me. And I'm like... Sis, God is not going to help me. God is going to say, you stupid child. You should have been doing right. this. You pay, pay me my money and then I do it. People right. don't think that it takes them a second for them to ask you to do something. But they never think about the time that you've got to invest into doing that thing. Right. And that's why even with my friends, if I ask something, I always put, I will pay you. Look, what you mm-hmm. want. Because like, time, I value your time. I value my time. I understand that if you're doing something for me, you're sacrificing doing something else that you could have been doing. It is taking time away. That's because they have no investment in the things that, and I can't say that. I'm not going to say it like that. Well, a lot of people don't value time. They don't understand value. A lot of people waste two hours. And I'm thinking, girl, that's hundreds of pounds you're wasting. What are you doing wasting two hours? You've got two hours to waste. But they expect other people to get things done and they may have other people doing things for them constantly. So they don't need to put the same investment in their own time that we do. All right. What are you manifesting? Girl, 
I manifest staying on task and taking breaks when I need them because I have not. I've not been taking and taking breaks when I need them without feeling the, the guilt that comes along with, oh, I could be doing something. I literally, as I'm falling asleep, feel like I need to be doing something <laughs> right now. I'm wasting time. <laughs> I'm not asleep yet. I should be doing something. Why are you just laying no, here really with your eyes so We've bad. really got to that. You know, we must really do that retreat that we talked about. We must really yeah. do the women's retreat. A lot of women have been asking for it. We must do it because I think it's important. Too many of us are doing this to ourselves. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, one thing that I've realized is my husband who never complains about anything. On that third day when I was doing all the CEU and I was wrapping up, it was like 7.54 because I looked at the clock and he came in here PM. He said, are you avoiding me? Oh my God. My husband who never complains mm-hmm. about anything that I do, mm-hmm. never. Um, and that gave me pause because I'm like, okay, this is the most supportive person that I have in my world, right? Like mm-hmm. he sees the things that I'm doing. He understands, even if I'm not sharing every activity. He's patient, he's going to run around to help Very you. Very patient. Oh my God. If I ask him today, babe, we're having a mukbang. What are we having? He's going to run and get it, right? So for yeah. him to come to me, he's like my moral company. Yeah. He helps mm-hmm. to keep me grounded. He helps me to see. Pull where back. Yes, to pull me back and to get me back on track. So that gave me pause to say, you know what? I am doing too much. Let me change and shift. Let me slow down. And so I logged off. I had finished all my work. Be honest, come on. If he had come in here and I wasn't done with my work, I still would have logged off. So I'm manifesting being intuitive enough to yeah. identify when my family needs me. Take those breaks for myself. And- We've got to, babe. We've yeah. got to. I'm giving my wife time this week because two weeks, she's not good. If Kay has had five hours of me in the last two weeks, she's had a lot. Yeah. That's not right. Okay. That was a lot. Even talking about and Guys, these are people we live with. It's not like we live separate from our partner. <laughs> right. We live with these people. And we don't get to see them in the same house because I'm in my office. Imagine. That is a lot. I, I, I refuse no. to do that. All right, come on. This is this has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. And we're going to continue next week with how to overcome perfection. And I just want to thank our listeners. Thank you so much for joining the System Podcast. Remember, guys, to like our video, subscribe, follow here. That's right. And thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to listen to our podcast every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Central and 1 p.m. GMT. Remember to follow us on social media at The System Podcast. And guys, once you find us on one of them, you will find us on all of them. Yeah. And you can also check out our link tree, usual link tree and the uh, slash the system podcast. That's right. And also don't forget to check out our YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Thursdays for more video content. We're trying to go live, you guys. Make sure you subscribe and follow, like our videos and share them so we can go live and be live at five on Saturday. Leave us your questions and stories and your comments. DM us, send a pigeon, do whatever you need to do. Just get a message to us. (laughs) Send a pigeon. That's right. I've been your host, Yushima Kamoi Cherry Burke. And I've been your host, Kamon Brown Chabalala. We'll see you in the next. Bye-bye.